my life into pieces. This is a wellness podcast. Suffocation. All wellness. I don't know anything else after that because it was a very last minute Papa Roach remake. I like it. Welcome back to Get Fitty with the Podcast. I am now Papa Roach, also known as Holly Lockett. <laughs> and I am your co-host, Mary Sorensen. Uh, I don't know why that's my go-to song in my mind um, a lot. That's a good one. But why I is love that, that song. But why that song is always my go-to song. Like anytime something bad happens or something in my head, I'm like, come my life into me. Why? I don't know. I couldn't. Maybe take that one to therapy. That's a very weird thing. <laughs> I should probably ask about it. But anyways, that's for a different podcast. Maybe once we get into that a little bit deeper. Yeah. Um, that's not what for today is for. Today we are here with another guest. So today we have Heather Lovato on the podcast, which we'll talk about in a moment. But I'm very excited because she's actually the owner of Clover PR who you guys might not know, but we know that Mm -hmm. they've actually connected us with a lot of the amazing guests that you guys have heard. So it was very exciting to actually talk to the owner herself today. Um, But before we dive into that, just quickly, how are you doing, Mary? How are things going over for you? Well, um, I'll keep it short because I don't want to be negative. Um, Dog's not doing well. Dashy do is not okay. He's having some gastric issues. So we're going to take him to the vet and see if they can help him. Um, but otherwise I did have a, you know, I had, I was going to say I had a pretty good week, but I didn't, I had a pretty rough week. (laughs) Right. Positive. She was like changing the the scenario in her mind for a second. She's like, Oh wait, that didn't actually happen. Yeah. I was, yeah, no. Um, I did work out more often. I was on track with that. I was doing my routines. I, I finished a book. That's great. Um, but otherwise just pretty negative. So I'm going to skip over it. Cause we're going to go into this week strong. I love it. I love yeah. It. What about you, Hal? Uh, yeah, I did. I had a decent week, you know, learning obviously a lot, still at my job, mm-hmm. my second week, week at the new position. So still learning, but doing well. And, um, yeah, I feel like this week it was just like, I feel like I'm still like in that routine, getting used to my routine type of phase. Yeah. And- of it I moved my therapy session last weekend uh to this week during the week so I also got to kind of test out like therapy after work in the evening which is different and fun and yeah that's not the right word for that but um <laughs> but different nonetheless mm-hmm. and so I feel like I'm still kind of just in that like uh finding my groove finding my little rhythm phase but I'm also excited for this week because I feel like as I'm starting to get more comfortable with work and kind of finding like my time when I'm getting home and things like mm-hmm. that. This week, I know I have a lot of extra stuff because I'm helping to cat sit a little bit um, the first half of the week. But I feel like w- this week is like my my building block week. So that way the following week as we get into April, I can be like mm-hmm. on where where I want to be, you know. I that love that. Be. Yeah. Yeah. But with that, I was going to say, I almost just said, I'm going to be back to finding my balance. And then I stopped myself because I really loved what Heather said about balance and rhythm. And so going back to our guest, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to explain it all because you're going to hear it in the episode. Yeah. (laughs) So let's just jump into it before I, you know, spoil anything. And we'll see you guys on the other side here in just a little bit. Hello, hello. We are back with another amazing guest today. We have Heather Lovato on the podcast. Heather, welcome, welcome, welcome. 
And thank you for being on. Yes, of course. To get us started, I'd love to just have you share a little bit more about who you are and how you just show up in this world. Yes. Well, I am Heather Lovato. <laughs> I'm a, so I'm always like, okay, I'm a Virgo manifesting generator. If anyone has listened to anything that it. I've been on, I thought I am so into human design. Um, it's, I just feel like it has opened up so much clarity for me. So I always share that so that anyone who knows can get it. Um, I'm a mom. I have two wild little toddlers and my amazing husband, Nick, um, we're doing a house window right now. I love, you know, design and DIY. So I'm kind of living like my second dream right now of just pretending I'm an interior designer. <laughs> I love being creative. I feel like I show up very authentic. Um, I am who I am. Like when you get to know me, like happy, sad, up, down. like I just, I wear everything on my sleeve. I'm very transparent. Um, and I feel like I just, you know, try to bring a smile to everyone's face, but that's, I love that question. Like, how do you show up? It makes you really think about like, who you are and, and yeah. even how I want to be like when I was thinking about that question I'm like okay like how do I even want to be like what who is Heather you know you don't yeah. think about that very often. yeah I feel like so many people are like who are you tell me what you do and I I don't I don't like looking at things like that so when we first kind of start crafting like how we want to ask our questions to guests I'm like I want to show up in the world like how people show up because that's could be very different to what they do potentially and it could be very similar to what they do but I I think it opens the space a little bit more yeah well you always hang your hat on what you like I mean for the longest time I was like tell us about you hi I own a business you know it was like that was the <laughs> first thing I think now it's like shifted as I've gotten older too and had kids of like who am I like what sure. is who is Heather and discovering yeah. that was actually really yeah. cool so I love the question I love it I love it so let's dive in you said so much in that little bit so <laughs> business wife first I would love to start with talking a little bit more about rhythm because period health and like just learning about periods has been something Mary and I have delved into and spoken with a couple of guests on this podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I would love to hear more about rhythm, how you, how you started it, the importance of of period poverty, all, all of it. Yeah. So rhythm was so organic. Um, after my second child, I think I was having toxic shock, to be honest. Like my body was straight up rejecting tampons. I'm like, here we go about me being transparent. Sorry, anyone if it's TMI. Um, (laughs) All of our male listeners have left. (laughs) I'm like, dad, get off the podcast. Like, just don't. (laughs) Here's like period talk. He's like, episode's not for me. (laughs) (laughs) My poor daddy used to send him to get tampons. He's so used to it. But like I, my body, it literally was like, like a super plus would not stand. And I, after I got over the ego part of like, oh my God, did I ruin my body? Cause I had two kids and like, that's just where I am now. Mm-hmm. I was like, this doesn't feel right. Like I had major pain down there every time I had my period, like to the point where I was like holding my vagina, like, oh, I'm in so much pain. And it was like the first two days, it was brutal. Um, I knew Poppy Midal was not my thing. So I just kind of lived through it for a while. I have very heavy periods. And so every hour and a half I was in the bathroom and I'm just like, this is miserable. So the first two days, like, When I saw it on my tracker, I was like, this is just, I'm staying home. Like it's, I just can't handle this. Yeah. So after that started happening, I was like, I really feel like my body's trying to tell me something. And I definitely am intuitive. I listen to my body. So I was like, I got to figure something else out. Maybe I'm just at that, that age. I don't know. So I try to cut. It wasn't the greatest experience the first time. It really never is. You you do have to learn how to use it. Um, But the second period I was freaking hooked. I started telling everyone about cups. I was talking about them all the time. I was obsessed I hadn't really found one that I loved, but I found one that I liked enough to where like, this was what I was going to be doing. 
not to mention instead of being in the bathroom like every hour and a half the first two days it was every five ten like it was it dramatically just changed how like I managed my period and no longer it was like running my life mm-hmm. the pain was going away um it, there were just so many things so I was like this is crazy and as I started using it more I'm like I really like these, but I feel like there's so much more that can be done. And it really just came out of conversations with people that Rhythm started. Um, And it's now become a brand that I want to support people through their entire cycle. We're not just, periods aren't just menstruation. Like there's a full 28 day cycle that we go through. There's different phases, there's different things we need. um, And our bodies are telling us different things. So like, I'm really excited to have those products but there's so much more that's coming that I can't wait to talk about. But like, that was us just like getting out the door, you know, like, okay, we're bringing some UTI stuff to you. We're making the cut better. We made it with ultra soft silicone. It's got like a leak resistant rim. Um, The tab was really important to me because some of the tabs are just long and you can feel them and it's uncomfortable. So like, I really wanted to make sure like you could not feel it um, because that was something that was really bothering me. Um, But yeah, that's, that's how it came about. And honestly, as I started this brand, I, I knew I wanted a charity component. I always want to be giving back. It's something that's really important to me. And so as we were looking up the organizations that we wanted to get back to, um, we've partnered with Scrub Life Cares. She's one of our experts, Tanya, the founder. And we also have at checkout where you can pick a charity you want to donate to. And we donate a dollar of every purchase to Period Care Project, Seek Her, which is um, women's mental health. And then we also have Tender, which um, is based in Atlanta and supports um, Black single mothers. And as I was digging into mostly Scrub Life Cares and the Period Project, because they focus on education around menstruation, mm-hmm. I learned that there's so much period poverty. I, like I ignorantly expected it outside of the U.S. and I figured sure. certain pockets sure, but two out of five women in the U.S. don't have access to period care products. Like they don't even have access to the most disgusting toxic tampon. And so my brain goes a million places with that. And like my heart shatters because I can't imagine there's general shame around periods, but I cannot imagine Mm -hmm. not being able to like take care of it in a hygienic way Mm -hmm. and like then still have to live with it. You know, like that adds so much more trauma and stress and and just even like disease and all these, it's like my brain just can't handle it. So I, when I heard that stat, I was shocked. I was blown away. I know that like, I don't have the infrastructure to get on the ground, but there are so many amazing organizations that are doing things. Um, So it was really important for me to partner with them um, and be able to make a difference. And I really hope as we grow, like we can start doing big matchbacks and really just make this a huge thing because that to me is just unacceptable. Like that's, I just, my brain can't handle it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that you do that because I, I, I feel the same way. And I remember the first time I heard a statistic like that, I was like, I am here getting to, you know, grow up and use everything and try everything. And do I want to use a tampon or a pad or a cup or a this or a that? And there are people who can't literally find anything to, to, to use and to protect. And, and that's only going to cause so much worse. So, I mean, honestly, thank you for like bringing that into the company. Cause I think it's so important and something that not as many people should, or are talking about that should be. Yeah. And especially at the young age that you get your period at to like continue forward. It's that's terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and you're so sensitive. I mean, I'm 38 and I'm just getting comfortable with like my body and I'm talking about periods all day now, but I remember like hiding it on the conveyor belt in the groceries or like being so embarrassed when I had to tell my dad or even just in general or like in a boyfriend's like, oh my God, I'm on my period. Like Mm -hmm. how many rolls of toilet paper can I use to to wrap the tampon, to throw it away? Like Mm -hmm. it was like, 
it's so normal and rhythm really is about empowering people with their periods like this is a beautiful thing like I know getting your period doesn't mean you you may get pregnant but like it is life-giving like that's its purpose it's beautiful it like it's part of being a woman like I just I want people to feel comfortable and like empowered by having it and not feeling like, you know, and you can have some mystery still, like our brand's very much about like bringing back that, that like mysterious side to a woman. Cause I feel like they're, they're it has gone a little too far sometimes where I'm like, okay, I didn't need to see all that. Like let's keep a little. <laughs> didn't need to know whatever. all of the information, just like most. Yeah. Of it. I don't think that's so, <laughs> um, so we're, 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 we're in the middle, you know, but we're all about like, come tell us your questions. Don't feel embarrassed. We'll find the answers for you. That's what our experts are for. Um, I feel like that's going back to the showed up question. I feel like that's how I show up. I'm always like the like cousin that people would talk to or like your bestie, you know, like I always, I, on Instagram, even like, I love these friendships that I made just in DMs. And like, I still talk to these women till this day about like random things. And I don't know, it just like, it's just kind of like how I am. So that's how I want the brand to feel too, is like, don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. Like, I know like trying a cup sounds scary, but like, we're here to walk you through it. Like we can tell me the weird thing that's happening and we'll figure out the solution for you. Like, it's fine. I love that. I love that. And I want to go back to something you said earlier in that answer, which was talking about the stages of our period, because this is something I know we've talked about with a couple of different guests, but I would love to hear a little bit more about maybe like your side of the personal journey when you were kind of going through that, that phase after your two kids and, and figuring out like with the tampons and the cups, was that when you started learning more about the period in, in the phases or did that come earlier for you? And and you kind of were built just building on that knowledge from there at that point. Yeah. So I actually learned about cycle syncing um, after my first child. So about five ish years ago. And really it was because my hormones were so wacky and I was like, what is happening? And I was having these highs and like major lows and I started learning like, oh, the low week is like a few days before I'm starting my period. And when I'm menstruating, like, you know, I'm just like exhausted. And then like probably three days before my period, I'm like, it, I mean, so hormonal. Um, and I just didn't feel like it was a like, right. I'm like, what is going on? Like, this is so different than I've been, but it was clockwork to my cycles. Like it was when I'm ovulating, I am like, hey, woohoo. Like, you know, <laughs> let's take a photo shirt. Like, let's take a photo I'm in you know, I want to go talk to people. I'm social. I like have all these ideas. And then that week before I start my period, I mean, put me in bed with Netflix and like, leave me alone. It's just the energy is so different. And I felt so much guilt and just like stress around myself because I was like, Heather, like you have to show up for this new business meeting, like get going. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, where's your charisma? Cause I am a very, um, I'm Italian. So as you can see, I'm talking with my hands, <laughs> but like, I, I have a lot of energy and I I'm, like an introverted extrovert. Like I love talking to people, but like, I do need a little alone time. Yeah. Um, but it, so it's weird to me if I'm not wanting to show up and be social. And so I put so much guilt on myself around it. And then I learned all of this and was like, oh no, this is normal. Like this is my body telling me like, take a break. And so I started scheduling my work life around um, my cycles. And so my new business meetings are always like, the week before I'm ovulating and the week that I'm ovulating. And then the week that I'm about to start my period, I try to keep my, I clear my schedule as much as possible. I'm still doing things that I want to do, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to let the days kind of dictate themselves, try to take the meetings off as much as I can be there for my team, but I'm not going to like do the biggest new business meeting of my life unless I have to, you know, I'm just not going to push myself that way. And it has really changed just even my like self-esteem because I'm not 
you know, coming down on myself as much and being, and just being frustrated with my energy levels. Cause I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely got emphasized once I started looking into my period more and learning about rhythm and like, just it just continuing to like, try to live my life that way. Cause it really, it, it makes a difference. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I feel like we've talked about like cycle syncing as it pertains to like working out, but this was like, honestly, very eye-opening for like being in a career and like cycle syncing to that too. And how different that can change, like uh, just everything. I feel like my conversations with my employees would be so much better and like not having meetings like that. That's so smart. Like I've never heard of that. Yeah, it does change things. And it's something that like, we're very open at Clover, like to like, oh, I'm getting my period tomorrow, you know, or whatever. Like we're just, we're almost like, I mean, it's really crazy. Um, but it definitely has changed how I show up and just like how much more I can get done because I can be like super productive if I know it's the right time to be doing that. So yeah, I love the work outside I think is amazing, but taking it into my work and even personal life has been incredible. I think it's so important for people to know that because when I first started learning about the different like phases of the cycle too, I was like, oh, wow, I had the same thing. I was like, I I have very distinct phases. And as soon as I knew what they were, I was like, oh yeah, that's that, that like I could exactly like plan out those weeks. And once you do know it, you know how to work with yourself during those times then, whether it is work, working out foods, et cetera. And I, I just wish that more women knew that. So I'm so happy to, you know, that you do have these platforms, you have rhythm to share more because I I just wish that more women could have that light bulb moment of like learning to actually live with their cycle instead of, I feel like before I knew that it was kind of like a, a battle with my cycle. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. And I feel like people get a little overwhelmed with it at first. Cause it can feel like a lot of information, a lot of change, mm-hmm. but even just trying to like sync up with one week and see how it feels and then like the others just do what you want to do and just kind of take it that way I feel like you'll notice quickly like oh no this is the way to go (laughs) yeah definitely um switching directions a little bit to the other business on the other side you have Clover PR so I would love to hear more about how why you started Clover and how running a creative agency is and why being so conscious with it. So, so important to you and, and to the values of the company. Yeah. So Clover started a decade ago. Um, I actually went to school for PR. I've always been in marketing. So that was kind of just like my little path that I took. Um, and when I was at my last agency, before I started in my company, I just kind of got to the point where I actually was like, am I even good at PR? Should I be doing this? Like I'm miserable. Maybe I need to like look at a different career And I kind of like honed into what do I love and what am I hating? And really it was just, it wasn't like the specific brands. I worked with some incredible brands back then. Like I was with Brooke Williams and, um, you know, uh, women's Nike. So it wasn't like I was working with bad brands, but it was like, I was in women's lifestyle. And then I was like working with like a park recreation company. And then I was with like Western digital. And then I was going to go over and be like King's Hawaiian bread. And my brain like couldn't handle being in all these areas. That was what really made me want to start my own agency because I was like, you know what? I just want to go into working for the brands that I want to work for. I want to be in beauty, health and wellness. And I also wanted to take away that stigma of like the crazy hustle for PR because there is like a vibe, especially when you're in entertainment. Like I was like, I can never do entertainment PR. It's just not me. Um, I just can't like that level is just too intense for me. So I was like, okay, I just need to start Clover. And in realizing like what I wanted to do and the brands I wanted to work with really came this like for good aspect of 
we wanted to work with brands that were doing better, that were, you know, paving the way. We really got ingrained with a lot of like clean beauty brands at the time, um, helping really like start that movement, which was incredible. Like meeting with editors and educating them about collagen and barberry fig seed oil and like putting oil on your face. I remember talking to Michelle Promolenko, um back when she was, I think she was at Cosmo. It was a long, like a long, long time ago. And I remember her being like, wait, what? And we were just telling her these things and she was like, okay, this is great. And then, you know, we started building these relationships where editors were coming to us and being like, hey, do you have anything like new and fun? So they started to know like back then that we were the agency that was having those more out of the box clients. Now it's so common. I mean, wellness is wellness. Yeah. Um, but back then, like we were kind of just out there and why we'd be like, okay, we have this crazy client, um, Guru Jagat, she's doing Kundalini. It's like, you know, people are like Kundalini and we get editors in there. They'd come up and be like, what did I just do? Um, so it was, it was amazing. And, you know, the, the conscious side is just what feels good for me. Um, I'm really mindful about our team, our dynamic, um, you know, how we're working with our clients, um, how we're working with editors. We've never done like a ton of blind samples. It just didn't feel right. It felt wasteful and editors were just getting things they weren't requesting. So we've always kind of worked a little bit differently than most agencies, um, and it's just always felt really aligned. I actually went remote in 2019. Everyone thought I was crazy. Um, we started losing some business because people wanted people in office. So then I thought I was crazy. Um, but we've always kind of done stuff like this where it's like, well, it's not like the corporate way, but we're not really like super corporate. Um, I had to unlearn some corporate ways along, uh, you know, along this. But um, then 2020 hit and we were like the coolest thing. It was wild. <laughs> Literally brands are like, mm, you're not in the same office now. I think we're going to go with someone else. And we were only losing business because we weren't together. And I was like, oh my gosh, Clover's going under. Like, what did I do? We have to get back in the office. I'm going to lose all my staff. Like, here we go. And I just had a baby. And then 2020 hit. I was five months postpartum. And we started pitching with all the pandemic stuff. And people were like, wait, you went remote in 2019? That is amazing. Oh, wow. And then they like signed because we didn't have to figure anything out. I was like, <laughs> secret sauce like what is happening so it's been so funny like everything with Clover but you know it's also been amazing to just kind of trust that I know what's best for me and my team and like it's just gonna work out that's been like a big part of the company I love that I love that and with owning two businesses you know being so busy Disney. Wow. What? Disney. <laughs> Disney. <not> so happy. <laughs> uh, how do you, you know, how do you stay balanced in your own life? And, and also, you know, kind of going along with that too, how do you know to, you know, trust what's right for this business? What's not right for this business? Because I think as I know myself personally, I'm a very indecisive person, first of all, but as a business owner, it can, it can be scary to make decisions. And if you're doing it for multiple businesses, plus you're, you know, responsible for little lives, et cetera, you know, how do you, how do you learn to trust your gut? That well, I mean, it's something I'm still <laughs> learning. Um, I will say I, cause I know you asked about balance. I ditched balance a long time ago when I had my first child. And I replaced it with rhythm, which is ironic because that's now my second brand. But um, it, I didn't know that was how it was going to come to fruition. I actually fought the name rhythm for a little while, if I'm being honest. And then like my friend was like, you know, you have like a huge story around rhythm and reminded me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I do. Okay. Um, but I basically probably like after my son was about a year, I was having a really hard time. I was trying to do everything. Nothing was going great. Everything was like, oh. Okay, I was survival, you know, it was just not feeling good. And my husband sat me down and he's like, You're not okay. 
Like you have got to figure some things out. And I realized I was trying to find balance. I was trying to have everything feel balanced. Mm -hmm. And in that I was failing every single day. And I kept, I, I felt like a failure. And so I was like, nothing, it's just not, I'm in motherhood. Like life is not going to be balanced. I have to think of something else. And so I sat and I cried and I journaled and I did all the things. And I finally realized the word rhythm felt really good to me because this is my life. It's up, it's down, it's left, it's right. It's A to, to Z to P to Q. Like it's not linear because I can't control everything in my life right now, especially with kids and owning businesses. So once I realized like, I'm just going to find my rhythm and every day, like I'm going to figure out the flow that's going and like what I'm battling and just like go through it, like almost like a dance. It just felt so much better to me. And I would leave the day feeling like, oh, okay. Like today was a work day and I aced it. Mm, didn't do so great in the motherhood, but we're going to be better at that tomorrow. Like I just found like the way to juggle it. And so for me, um, that's really a big thing to like keep my head solid while I'm just have a million things going on. And I've just come to the conclusion, like I have things that are important that I need to get done, but not everything is ever going to get done. My house is never going to be super clean right now. Like my, you know, it just, things are going to fall off the rails and I've just come to the realization of that because nothing is like, I've actually said most of the time, like, we're not curing cancer. We're okay. We actually recently worked with a cancer foundation. So I can't say that anymore because now <laughs> our work can help. Um, but I really feel like sometimes we put so much pressure yeah. on like, you know, Pinterest is like the best and worst thing for me as a mother. I'm in there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. Like the, the lunches don't look great. Valentine's Day, <laughs> stuff, like, what am I doing? And it's like, okay, take a step back. Like we're fine. Everyone's fine. Life is good. Let's move on. But yeah, that was a, that was a big thing for me. I had to ditch balance to, to get my sanity back. Honestly, it was really, um, a big mental health shift for me, to be honest. I love it. And, and oh, wait, were you going to say something? Oh, no, I was just going to yeah. say, so with that, I feel like when people hear like entrepreneur, they feel like it's like hustle, go, 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 like can't stop or everything will fall apart. What advice would you give to new entrepreneurs so that they don't kind of run into that burnout? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. And I will say like, that's, that was probably one of my biggest hurdles becoming an entrepreneur because I came from such a corporate setting and it, that's what it was. It was like, you go, you work, mm -hmm. if you're a boss at midnight, you better respond. You know, um, I feel like finding people that can help you stay accountable. Like my husband was really great on like, put your phone down. Like you don't need to be working right now. It's 9 PM. Um, also, even if you like, just can't break that feeling. Like I know for a while I was like, no, I need to get more done. Cause my days are so stacked. Mm -hmm. Like I would write emails in, in the night to keep my boundaries of like when people should be emailing me and when I should be emailing my team. And then I'd send them in the morning or I'd set them to send in the morning with boomerang through Gmail. So that like, if I really had to like get something done to like make myself feel better, I was still like honoring what I want to happen in my life, which is like businesses nine to five, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I think having a good mentor that's aligned, I've been actually doing this a lot lately of like finding my people, you know, finding the people who have similar responsibilities to me who are either have or are trying to achieve what I want to achieve. Um, and like keeping that accountability side as well, because sometimes too, you're so in it and you just feel like, Oh, am I even doing anything right? What's going on? Like, this is so hard. Like yada, yada. Is this a crazy idea? I don't know. And having someone who's like parallel, um, finding those CEOs for me was like really key. Cause I could be like, okay, is this crazy? I'm experiencing this. And like, Oh my gosh, I totally went through that. Or, Oh, I'm going through that right now. And this is what I'm feeling. And it kind of like 
it allowed me to take a step down because the people that I've aligned with also are trying to work, you know, smarter, not harder, and also like have a slowness to their business and have a mindfulness to their business. So it kind of grounds me being like, okay, this is where I need to be. And I think anyone that's just starting or deciding that they want to be an entrepreneur, I think I want to say like everyone has imposter syndrome. Don't let it stop you. I, 10 years later, after a successful agency, still have imposter syndrome of like, what is happening? Um, it's just something that I think we, especially as women, always deal with. But don't mm-hmm. let that stop you from doing something that you really want to do um, and get comfortable with making mistakes, but learn from them because you're going to make them. Everyone's going to make them. Someone who's on a business for 20 years is going to make a mistake. Like it, it's going to happen. And I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, I don't know if I can do this because I'm going to fuck up. And it's like, oh, hope I can say that. Um, but <laughs> That's one of my favorite words, um, but you know, it's something that like, it's just, it's going to happen. Yeah. And I think that that can just hold people back so much. <clears throat> I love that. And, and going to more of the personal side for you with so much going on with learning to flow and find your rhythm, what, you know, mental health practices have you found or self-care practices have you found? that work for you and that you, you know, whether it's like a weekly, daily, monthly type of thing that you feel like you need to have in your routine schedule, et cetera, at some point to be the best version of, of you. Yeah, I definitely, I do acupuncture weekly. It is like my saving grace. I swear it keeps me so healthy. It balances me. Um, I'm meditating when I'm doing it. So I'm just getting such a beautiful reset. Um, and my nervous system, I feel sometimes is just so overstimulated between parenthood and I, you know, like my employees aren't my babies, but I'm so, I like care so much about my team. Like, I feel like I have another family that I'm nurturing. And so it's like, there's just a lot that comes at you with that. And so for me, that's one of the biggest things I do Reiki also with um, Francis from Fornable Healing about once a month or every six weeks. And that too is just like such a huge reset. Um, I'll listen to meditations from Jessica Stone when I'm feeling like, okay, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I need a nap so bad, but this is not going to happen. I'll do a 10 minute meditation with her and I wake up like a new person. It's just meditation is so powerful um, for me anyways. So I'll do that. Um, I try almost every other day or every day, if I can do, do it, take a salt bath before my kids get home. And that's probably people are like, what? But like, I will like 430, I'll wind down my day. Cause I don't get like a nighttime by the time it's nighttime is done. It's like 830. I'm exhausted. I want to spend some time with my husband. I'm not going to go upstairs and take an hour bath. So like, I just give myself 30 minutes before my kids come home. And I just like wind down. I like wash off the day. Baths, me being in water is like totally a spiritual, like I like need to be in water. Every time I do Reiki, they're like, you need to go in water, like start swimming again. I like had to buy a house with a pool. I'm like, I need to be in water. Um, so baths are just like insanely resetting for me. And then Epsom salts are just so cleansing. So um, that's something I try to do a lot. It's just a, like, I need quick, easy resets. Like I'm not in a stage in my life where I have like the perfect morning routine and the perfect evening routine with my six steps of skincare. Like it just doesn't work for me right now. Um, so I just have a little toolbox that I pull from, and those are the things that keep me grounded. Um, I try to do walks and Pilates when I can. Um, but I also just give myself a lot of grace because like the rhythm comment, like no day is going to be the same. I'm never going to have a schedule, right? I mean, I have a schedule, but like, it's just not routine. (laughs) It's what we can get done in the day and how I'm going to feel successful at the end of it. I love it. I'm so in, I've wanted to do acupressure acupressure acupuncture 
I, I have an acupressure mat that I got for Christmas. And now I keep saying the wrong thing. I want one of those. <laughs> I've been wanting to try acupuncture for so long. And my therapist recently was telling me that she started going. She's like, oh, it's so, it's like so interesting. It's so cool. So now that you've mentioned it, I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> you have to go. It is um, like the most amazing thing on the planet. And my girl does cupping and, and the needles. And she also does um, cranial sacral points and she'll do like massage I mean she's like a gem and oh I love her I'm like Kaylian don't ever leave me (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I highly I recommend it to everybody I was trying to get my grandma to go like there's just so many health benefits to it as well um honestly I haven't been on a medication in so long because even I had like a really big respiratory thing going on for a few weeks um with all the dust in our house and it was acupuncture and herbs that saved me honestly I didn't have to get on anything it was so incredible so I mean I could talk about it all day long you you have to go we'll find you someone <laughs> perfect I love it it's a it's definitely a sign at this point it's it come up like a third time so third time's charm yeah. <laughs> speaking of the kind of a spiritual wellnessy tools um I know you you were just talking about some is there any like physical tools that you like to bring into your practices whether it's like um, oils or aromatherapy crystals, anything like that, that you typically bring in? Yeah. I mean, I have like some aromatherapy that I do. I'm just like getting into that a little bit more. Eucalyptus is definitely my jam. I'm like always using that for everything. Um, I foam roll a ton. That's something that just like totally releases my body. I have crystals around the house a little bit. Um, I know like enough about them, but I haven't like dug in like crazy, but there was a point in my career where I was like literally wearing rose quartz in my bra. <laughs> and, like, I've been there. Just, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I had to balance. And it was really funny when I was with my husband and boyfriend at the time and we're like getting ready to get frizzy. And I'm like, Oh, hold on. And I'm like grabbing out these. He's like, what is wrong? <laughs> what? I mean, this poor guy, it was like the funniest thing ever, but yeah, I, I do have some of those things, but I am definitely more spiritual in like my practices, but I will say like a good tennis ball to the shoulder or my foam roller is like something that'll just relax me or stretching. Um, and then again, going back to the baths, I swear there's just salt baths or something about, and it's almost like I need to, I want to get higher doses, um, sauna, uh, blanket that they have. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like this, sweat, like the sauna sweat really helps me too. But sometimes I'll just crank the bath up so hot and I'll sit in it for like 15, 20 minutes just to get a good sweat on too. Um, yeah, I don't really have, I will say I use, um, Francis from Four Noble Healing. I use her tarot cards and mm-hmm. I love those. I feel like, cause she's done Reiki with me and I've trained Reiki one with her. Um, I'm like, they're super connected to me. I, I don't know. It's like a weird thing, but every time I pull those things out and I always feel so silly when I do it, I'm like, okay, is this like weird because I'm like pulling out tarot cards to like balance my life, but I know it's not. Mm-hmm. And it's just a way that I'm connecting to my guides and getting the answers I need. Cause every time I pull it out, it's like so spot on and I can even mix like two decks sometimes I'll do um oh my gosh Rebecca something it's like this gorgeous deck. Um, yeah the the light deck that she has I'll like do both of them and I'll pull from t- and it's still like so spot on so that is another tool that I have that I use that my husband probably thinks I'm crazy for <laughs> he loves his little hippie girl but I'm always like hey I'm going in the room and doing some weird shit for 10 minutes don't come in Hey, my husband has to deal with the same thing stuff all the time. I'm always like, hey, I'm gonna go in. Bring right my here yeah. Here's some sage. Exactly. I'm like, hey, this has to stay by the door because as people come in, it's gonna clear their negative shit away from them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch, just leave that crystal by the door. <laughs> 
a friend looking at a photo of our house because we're doing um some stuff downstairs and he was like oh that's good feng shui because the the staircase doesn't come towards the door and nick looked at me and he goes start talking to her <laughs> and i was like yes of course him and i want to know it was oh so gosh. funny I'm i love it I love it. That's too funny. To start to wrap up, there's two questions Mary and I always love to ask every guest. And mine is, what are three things you are incredibly grateful for today? I am grateful for my little babies. I got so many snuggles this morning. We talked about before we started taping. um, And that is like my medicine. Um. I am grateful for, this sounds silly, but my coffee that I have here, this is like making me so happy right now. <laughs> uh, just just this, like, honestly, I'm so grateful for this connection and just like being able to be on here and talk and socialize. Like this fills my soul so much. Like I said, I'm an extrovert. I love meeting new people. Um, I love just having like, I feel like we're just like girlfriends hanging out, having a coffee date right now. And this is the stuff that just makes me so happy. Um, so thank you for having me on. And it really is just like a great way to start the day. So and thank you for this too. So I love that. Um, one of the questions I always ask is what kind of content are you consuming right now that you feel like, like everybody should be doing? It can be like trash TV to podcast, to books, to anything you want to talk about. I'm laughing because my choice of TV shows lately, people make so much fun of me. Um, I mean, if you want a moment to disconnect and literally not think about life, watch Summer House. And if you haven't binged it, like, oh man, that show, it's just, I cannot, I love it, but it's so bad, but it's so good. Um, I I have a couple of books on my nightstand that I'm starting to get into. And now of course I'm going to blink on all the names, but there's one about um, getting rid of hurry. That's really important. And I'll send you guys the name so you can put it in the notes, but um, it's like the ruthless something of hurry. And it's like about slowing down and just like taking everything at a certain pace. And I'm so, I'm like, so into that right now. My, my mantra right now is like simplify to up level. I'm like in like a purging mode. I need to get things out. I just need less clutter in my life. Um, I'm also reading the body keeps score, which is a really incredible book. And it's something that, um, I'm reading like a chapter at a time because it's pretty heavy, but it's about how your body holds in things. And so, I mean, the, the title itself is pretty telling, but it really is like all this trauma throughout your life gets stuck in your body and nervous system. And it's like, you know, figuring out ways to like release it and like identify it and heal it is, it, this is a really incredible book. My therapist actually told me about it. Um, and I've started to read it, which has been, you know, amazing. Um, I think everyone should read it because I feel like even if you've had the best life, like it can still apply to you. And it's just so interesting how we think a lot of our healing has to be mental. Um, but a lot of it is actually like physical when you get into like where things are stuck. I've had some really incredible moments with my business coach and um, just like working through some of those things. So that one I think is something that everyone should have. Um, what else am I taking in? Um that's really it. I mean, I've like, I'm like saving food like crazy because I don't have a kitchen right now. So I'm like binging on recipes. <laughs> I can't wait to cook this. I can't wait to cook this. But I don't know that everyone needs to do that. That's just my personal problem right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's been me recently too. I'm like, oh, that's new and fun. Like, we'll just keep clicking those. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and I hope I make them one day for real. <laughs> yeah. Right. I will say my content consumption is like way down in general because with two toddlers, my kids are three and five. We're getting into baseball. We're getting into this mm-hmm. and that. Mom's trying to have a life. I'm trying to do some things on my own. And honestly, a lot of times, by the time that we get down to like wanting me wanting to consume something, I'm like, I can't. 
<laughs> you know, like yeah. my body's ready to check out, you know, but those are the few things that I'm, I'm doing for myself right now. But it's, you know, and I say that for all the moms out there, if you feel like you just like, don't ever have time for anything, you're not alone. Like that's, we're all doing that. I see moms in the grocery store and when I'm not with my kid, I'm like, been there, mine are at home. And she's like, oh, lucky. And I'm like, you're fine. You'll get your break in a few. You know, like I like bond with all the <laughs> I'm like, I know how it feels when your toddler's like screaming in a corner and you're like, oh my God, this is my life right now. And so, yeah, we're all, we're all in it together, ladies. I love it. And those books sound really good. I'm definitely interested in my adding them to my never ending book list. So yeah. the first one, send us the title over. Cause that one yes, very much sounds something that would be up my alley. Um, but with that, my last question for you is where can our listeners find you? And is there anything else that they can expect from you or anything else like coming up for you? Yeah. So you can find me in a few places. Um, given I have a couple of businesses. So you can find me at Clover PR on Instagram. That is the Conscious Creative Agency PR marketing. Um, so if you want to see what we do around that, that's the best place to go. Or our website, we are cloverpr.com. And then Rhythm, you can find at rhythmcare.co on Instagram, or that's the same for our URL. Um, and you can, ex I definitely want you to follow Rhythm. Please follow Clover too, because I'd appreciate it. But Rhythm, we are going to have some new things coming up. Um, we've got some new flavors coming out for our UTI product, which I love. I literally made it because I got chronic UTIs in my 20s, and it absolutely saved me when I learned about these ingredients, Demanos, magnesium, all these things. Hydration is really important if you're getting UTIs, just sharing that in case there's anyone out there. Um, and we're going to be releasing some new products too over by September. Like if you don't follow until September, fine, you're going to miss out on a few things, but by September, follow us on Instagram because there's some stuff coming out that is like, like, I can't even talk about it right now, but it is so different than anything that's out there. Um, and it's just around that whole thing of supporting your whole cycle. And I can't wait. So just follow Love us it. or if you're on our email list, one of the two. Um, and I'll say, I know we have said this and Lauren has probably heard us say this to everyone that she's helped have us on the podcast, but there's so much more we want to talk to you about, especially the period stuff. So knowing that there's a lot going on for rhythm this year, maybe towards the end of the year, we'll just have you back. And that way, if people forgot to follow now, they can go follow then. So yeah, I love it. I'm in, let's do it. I love it. <laughs> that is like one of my favorite conversation topics. So there's so much more that I know I wanted to get into, but you have so much to offer. I wanted to kind of get through every little facet. So our listeners get to know kind of the whole of you and then bring you back and we can go in deeper from there. But Thank you so much for your time. As always, we'll have all of Heather's links and business links below so you guys can uh, check the show notes. But thank you so much for showing up with everything you do, but just everything you have behind the businesses with with the you know period poverty and everything like that. It's just so important to share more of that in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, I'm really proud of, of Rhythm and everything we're doing. And I'm excited to see the impact that we're going to help these organizations make. So head on over there check us out and thank you for having me on i would be honored to come back this was so much fun i'm like don't go <laughs> <laughs> now i can share everything with you guys so yes i just there are so many tidbits and i know you you even said it at mary at one point about the when she was talking about like the cycle syncing with, mm -hmm. with the purple so many like little i feel like life lessons i learned or took away from from that interview yeah. And she was talking about cycle syncing within like your personal life and your career. And that's something that like, 
I'm sure someone said it down the line since we've talked about this topic so often, but I feel like my mindset was so much like the fitness aspect of like cycle thinking. And I feel like that's being like widely talked about right now, but the cycle thinking in regards to your career and like your personal life, that's something that I feel like was just like mind blowing, like to not have, maybe you don't have your one-on-ones when you're like about to have your period like the week before or you don't have like big important meetings and things like that so I'm going to definitely test that out because yeah. I've been trying to find some kind of as she said rhythm in my work and like with everything that we have going on as women with our hormones yeah I think it's it's important and I know I've definitely heard of it and and learned about it before and it's something that I've always try to do but it, it just sometimes doesn't always work the easiest mm-hmm. when, you know not in a or when you are in a you know corporate position you're or you're not in a management you know sometimes obviously things are going to be put on your plate that's going to be anywhere honestly yeah. um definitely something that I would like to to better sync if you will with my life as well <laughs> yeah definitely um, but for us to wrap up, what is something that you are grateful for today to bring you back to a little positive attitude? Um, I'm grateful for good night sleeps. I have not had very many of them recently, but I am just grateful that they're on the horizon. I think we're going to get there. That they exist. And that they exist. Yeah. And I may have the opportunity to have one. what about you holly (laughs) i am grateful for um i'm gonna say someone we all know on the podcast Haley, because i got a christmas present today that she mailed to my mother-in-law's um and she not only got me a cocoa kind product product which we all know i love yes water bottle which i also love water bottles and it's yellow and apparently and from the way she has talked it up through text messages, it is the water bottle that everybody should have. So, oh, do you I know a brand? I think it's called Awala. I think that's maybe how you say it. Those are like the new brand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Those so, are the new hip, hip thing. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. that's what they have. And she got it in yellow, just like my hydro flask. So, meant to I love be. It. And so, you know, grateful for Haley and having uh, Christmas in almost April. Love it. Never well, too late. Because <laughs> we haven't even done ours yet. I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. So with that, uh, we'll have all of Heather's links below, like we had mentioned. But if you do want to find us on Instagram, where can the listeners find us? They can find us at get fitty with it pod or they can email us at getfittywithitpod at gmail.com. And with that, we will see you guys back here next week. We hope you enjoyed the episode and have a beautiful week. Bye. Thank you.